hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good to go, bro. Yes, we are. Alrighty. And if I don't want to hear you? You just <laughs> you just mute it. I can't hear I can't hear you at all. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Welcome back to the Paracast. We're your host. I'm Shaggy. This is Jay Sniffles. Jay Sniffles. <laughs> yeah. For Rizzle for Sniffles. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Alright, well today we're going to touch on a topic that I've been wanting to hit on for a while now. Well, we both have actually. Um, it's relatively, well actually it's extremely old, about 500 years or so. But it's had a recent resurgence um, it's made it's just it's it's everywhere. I mean, we got rapper Bob talking about it. So we've got our official NASA spokesperson. It's going to be here to explain all this to us. <laughs> Keep him right there, just in case we have any good questions. Um, it of course is about the flat Earth theory. Now, this has had such a, a you know it, it seemed to have come out of nowhere, but you know to be honest, there are people that have always believed. We lived on a flat Earth. That's oh. not new, you know. There was a there. There's the flat Earth Society, and there's other. Uh, we fix that pan. And you didn't hear the wind blowing in the mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, what that was? That was the planet because in the globe model we're spinning thousands of miles an hour. So that was the wind rushing by the no. What? The, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Yeah. <clears throat> Most people don't. No. But seriously, um, this, and this is what I would like to research. Who started, who sparked it again? What, where did this come from? It seems like about a year ago, give or take a few months, this blew up again out of nowhere. And you had people like Mark Sargent, and he's on, uh, I think, Strange Universe on uh, Truth Frequency Radio. And you had um, Eric Dubay or Eric Dubai. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. He he came out with some stuff, and we saw videos of theirs. In fact, I think he was Eric Dubay is the first one I saw some videos on it. Um, but now that's everywhere. I mean, people these people have been getting interviewed on podcasts. I first heard Mark Sargent on Canary Cry Radio with Gons and Basil, and and I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, come on, guys, seriously, they're a couple of the clowns. They cut up a lot. They're a lot like us, and. I was blown away. I honestly was. I mean, because if you stop and think about it, why do you believe the earth is a globe? Because since, you know, since the time of diapers, <laughs> you were taught, you were trained that you live on a spinning ball surrounded by other spinning balls that spin around a big hot orange ball, all mm -hmm. spinning through space. And there's a bunch of there's millions of other, you know, little universes just like that. But when it comes down to actual facts and evidence, uh, well, our spokesperson here for Never a Straight Answer, or NASA for short, they're, they're kind of lacking in that area. Now, now let's get this out of, out of the open right now. I, I am not saying I believe the Earth is flat. 
What about you? I don't know. I've, I haven't really looked into it since, I don't know, about six months ago. Right. Maybe. It's more fresh in my mind because I've been hearing a lot of podcasts and looked into it a little bit. But I know they have a lot of interesting points, but I can't say I, I'm a firm believer. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to state right now, at, at this point in the journey, I am not saying I'm a flat earther or a flatter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but taking belief out of it, I'm saying I don't believe the earth is round anymore. Now, that sounds like a shocking statement, but what I mean is I don't want to believe one way or the other. I want evidence, you know, because, you know, we do the paranormal investigation stuff. We deal in evidence. Someone comes up to us and tells us a great ghost story. That's awesome. That's a great ghost story. But where's the evidence? If You know, NASA has told us a great story. You know, it's a ghost story. Where's the evidence? Now, some people would argue that there's, you know, our 30 viewers will be screaming right now. You know, there's going to be probably a lot of you know, tapping the keys and comments because mm-hmm. this is a hot button topic. But and if there's evidence to prove it's a globe, fine. I'm not an idiot from wanting to question it. And that's the problem. That's the biggest problem out of all of this. People will call you all kinds of names because you are questioning. Now, that's what science is. It's about questioning things. It's about theories. It's about looking into it. And what's crazy about all this is that's that is that's the biggest problem here. And it goes back to programming. And see, this this podcast is going to lead so many places because you can't talk about this without talking about the moon landing hoax and the possible holographic moon idea and the programming. They, they call it television programming for a reason. Every one of us are programmed from infancy to where we are now to believe certain things and to feel certain ways when certain topics are brought up. And I've called it the gag reflex. I've talked about it before. So when someone says they believe the earth is flat, you go, oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, that can't happen. That's the gag reflex. You, you don't stop and think. Let's look at the evidence. You know, and that's the problem. People are attacking people for simply wanting to question 9-11. They don't believe the official. They want to question it. Sandy Hook, you know, all these things. You're you're getting vilified because you're wanting to ask a question. That's ridiculous. So that's what we're doing. We're we're asking the questions and we're looking into it. We're gonna bring up the points that I can remember. You know, fresh off my mind. I mean, because we're laymen. We're not we're not experts here. We're not scientists. We're not. You know, I ain't got a PhD in nothing. I got a a PhD in nonsense, you know, but we want to, you know, throw our two cents in. We're critical thinkers. We want to give our opinion on what we think, you know, is going on. Now, I'm going to let you start and just, just, you know, like I said, admittedly, you hadn't looked into it in about six months or so or whatnot, but what you remember, you know, what, what, what were the, the, the points that stuck out most in your mind that you thought, well, that's interesting. That we could be on a flat plane, and we're surrounded by ice. So, mm-hmm. the North Pole, Antarctica, whatever you know, mm-hmm. South Pole, however, it is. We're we're just surrounded by ice, and all the water is held in, and then all the continents are around that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the the thing I thought was fascinating and then, about it. That could be just one of many. 
Right. You know. Now that's the I can't remember right offhand what they call that one, but that's the that's the opposite of the enclosed world model. The enclosed world model that Mark Sargent and others talk about is basically that the firmament that's spoken about in the Bible, and we're going to touch on the Bible because that has a lot to do with this, um, that the firmament is actually a dome, an actual dome of some kind. Like we live in a snow globe or it's like the Truman Show or Under the Dome by Stephen King, and we're trapped. We are not allowed to leave for whatever reason. Um, <clears throat> now, that's an interesting model, and I heard somebody else, in fact, I think it was, Mark Sargent had a, another guest, another friend of his on that was they were they were kicking around ideas, and he proposed you know because Mark says you know or no it wasn't Mark it was um, Rob Skiba now he's he's another guy he has a show called or, or, or a website called testingtheglobe.com. dot com, but yeah he's awesome but no I'm I'm, I'm wrong I'm, I'm wrong it was Mark Sargent I'm pretty sure hell I don't know the point is that the guest had an idea that because you know the the person was saying well the best the best thing to put over a circle, because everybody is still in agreement that it's a circle. It's not a square. You don't sail the end and fall off. Nobody's saying that but the flatter society, and they're satirical. They're a joke. They're comical. And a lot of people believe that they were created in the 60s to steer real research away from the flat earth idea. You know, that they were a, a, a joke, basically. Mm-hmm. But but maybe like a CIA or an NSA or whatever, you know, three other agency that was put in place to steer people away from really looking into this. You know, and again, I'm going to say this a lot through this podcast. We are not flatters. We are not saying we believe the earth is flat. We're just looking into it, you know. So I want to state that a few times because <laughs> I can't prove it. See, and that's the thing. I personally can't prove one way or the other. You know, like right now in this room, I cannot prove, you know, do we live on a flat earth? Do we live on a, a, a round earth ball? We started, we, we were joking about, we're going we're gonna to start our own society called the if, uh, Infinity, Infinity Society that we believe we live on a giant figure eight, the infinity symbol, and that's what we're going to start. Because you can't prove one way or the other. So, but the guy's idea was that it could be a cylinder. It doesn't have to be a dome. It could actually be a cylinder that goes up who knows how high, you know, and that could still accommodate a covering of a circle. But going back to what you said, I love that model the best, and that is the non-enclosed version. That's the one where they have the continents. You have the continents together in the middle, and I believe the North Pole is in the center of the continents, I think, if I remember yeah, this model uh, it, correctly. It's been a long time, but it was something, yeah, yeah, it was something like that. So it's like the North Pole is in the center, then you got the continents, mm-hmm. they're surrounded by salt water, which is surrounded by Antarctica, which is a giant ice wall. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, because supposedly, and again, I haven't looked into this myself personally, but supposedly, you as an individual, you cannot go to Antarctica except on a very expensive tour, and they take you to where they want you to go. You can't just say, you know what, I got a little money, I'm going to get this boat, and I'm going to go on down here and go where I want to go. No, you're not allowed to do that, apparently. And this happened back in 40, 46, 47, 48, somewhere in that range, where they did some kind of an Antarctic treaty. And this was it's funny because this was during the the Admiral Byrd flyover where he supposedly went into the hollow earth and met aliens, whatever. That's a whole separate podcast. But the point is, after that, you are not allowed to go to Antarctica. 
corporations can't go there and do like drilling or whatnot. It's it's government or military t type stuff only apparently. But supposedly, if you could and you could get over that wall, the idea is that there may be a never-ending expanse of I guess I don't know ice with another hole here with another continent uh, saltwater system set up and another one and another one. That's and, fascinating. And possibly life that and we can't access. <laughs> exactly. You know, that we're we're cut off to that. You're cut off, you know. I mean I mean but and, and but that gets back to all right, well what is the the model of the sun and moon system that they have? Do you remember what that is? I found how the, this fascinating. How the sun right. like something like this. Uh -huh. Now this gets into one of my first problems with this flat earth model. You know, they say, when you listen to some of these guys, they say, well, just, you know, you observe it, and what do you see? Well, when you're standing there, and you're looking straight ahead, you see a flat plane. Yes, you do. You do see that. And if you look at the horizon, you can see a flat horizon. Now, I recently saw some photos doing a search online for proof of the curvature, where they show, um, and I hadn't even got a chance to tell you about this, where they show photographic evidence that would show um, buildings and uh, boats and stuff at different tide different different levels of the tide and times of the day being below the water like it's going out which is what you would expect to see on a ball okay now i don't know again i don't know if those were photoshopped if it was fake or not because i've 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 heard other reports where say for example one of the guys and i want to say it was mark Sargent, or no it was rob skiba he had a buddy of his that was a a um they worked on a on a beach, they protect people. A life lifeguard. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like we were playing that game where I got to get you to say it. But, but so, um, where you know he he knew Rob was into this whole flat Earth business, and he he told him he said, you know, um, from this beach where I'm at, there are times where we can look across and we can see this, this some island or something. I don't even remember any of the details other than they were looking across a body of water and seeing something that they shouldn't be able to see it's too far away and and because he because he told me he said well that's you know that's good that's nice and what does that mean he said well that's based on the math that they tell us right for you know for figuring for the curvature of the earth we shouldn't be able to see that it should be below the horizon so you know rob and his buddy the lifeguard they they're not mathematicians and they said well i wish we had a mathematician and we could make the equation and he said well i happen to know somebody he works at a college. So he went to him and didn't propose, you know, he proposed a word problem to him like you would get in school. He didn't tell him, hey, I'm trying to, you know, test for flat earth here. He asked him, you know, if you're here and the island's over there accounting for curvature, you know, how low, how far below the horizon, blah, blah, blah. He worked out all mm -hmm. the math on the board. And he told him, yeah, you from where you are, you wouldn't be able to see that because it would be like 200 feet below the horizon or whatever. I don't remember the exact numbers. And the guy was like, but we do see that. We've all seen it. We see it all the time. And and the mathematician looked at him, and he looked back at the board, at his own figures that he just did. And he said, well, well you can't. You, you shouldn't be able to see that. That, that. that can't be right. So he worked the math out for himself and and you know, was confused about it. So there's there's still a lot of problems here with the stuff like the horizon and the curvature and all that stuff they tell us. But... um. You know, like like some of the evidence. What 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 do you remember as far as evidence for supporting the globe model? 
And see, that's where it gets interesting. What have you personally, you know, when it comes to that, what what have you seen or remember? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can tell you of one photo in particular that's called the Blue Marble. It'll be in all the old school books. It's It was a photo that was taken, supposedly taken during the 9-11 uh, Apollo mission, 9-11. <laughs> the Apollo 11. <laughs> I'm getting all my conspiracies confused. The the Apollo 11 mission uh, to the moon. And uh, supposedly the astronauts looked out the window, uh, which was round, by the way. Just, you know, want to throw that out there. And they took a photo of the planet. And that is the, the famous photo of the planet called the Blue Marble. And you see the space around it, supposedly. And there's no stars, and it's just this round blue ball. Now, that is the photo that they told us forever. I mean, there you go. There's your proof, right? Now, you listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and there's audio of him. In fact, uh, rap, uh, that rapper B.O.B. put it in his song. And he's at a college, and he's giving a presentation. And he's talking about the planet and whatnot. And he says, actually, the planet's not round. You know, shock number one. He says it's an oblique, an oblique spheroid. Can't say it the way he did, but basically, it's it's more ovalish, sort of, I guess. And he says, uh, you know, as time went on and it's you know was doing its spinning and things, you know, it got heavier at the bottom. So it's actually more pear shaped and pear shaped. You know, are we discovered a woman here or the planet? And this is where I got confused. Is it a round ball like the Apollo photo? Is it an oblate spheroid or is it a pear shape? Because those are all three mm-hmm. different shapes. Which one is it? You know, and that's the thing I don't understand. Um, so, it, you know, you've got flatters, you've got globers, and you've got pear heads now. <laughs> you know, this, I, and, and people are saying he let the cat out the bag and now he's having to try to backpedal and cover it up or, or they're slowly letting it out. I mean, I've heard all manner of theories around this, but. I'm just blown away that this exploded seemingly out of nowhere. Now, do you remember anything else as far as... You're like, you're like Not really. no, it's been too long. Well, I'll tell you. Um, <coughs> there's, been a, there's been the, uh, what was it, the Red Bull? Red Bull Dive, Red Bull something, Red Bull Jump. Mm-hmm. Some famous you know thing. That happened. All right, well, a lot of people have been using that footage to say, look, you know, sit down, flatters, you're a bunch of morons. There's the proof. Except that was footage taken with a GoPro. And if anybody out there, any of you Globers, because I'm don't, i I'm outside of this. I'm just an observer looking at it. I don't consider myself a flatter, a Glober, a pearhead, whatever. I'm just looking. I want to see the evidence. So when I refer to Globers, I'm talking about the people who adamantly argue that it's a globe. End of story. Slurp, slurp. Oh, that actually sounds like a good idea. Um, the Globers that's, that use any of, any of the evidence that they use that was taken with a GoPro, <laughs> slurp, slurp, throw that crap out. GoPro, we know, and if you don't know this, I'm going to be nice and just leave that alone. But but from paranormal perspective that we do, we it has a fisheye lens. It gives everything a curve automatically. So throw that out because that's not evidence. That's that's tainted evidence. <laughs> Doesn't count. Um, the 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 thing that the flatters claim proves that it's a flat plane is they say, and again I haven't tested this, but no, they say no matter how high up you go, the flat plane, the flat horizon stays mm-hmm. eye level, 
and if we were on a globe, the higher you go, the further down you should have to look to account for the curvature. But they say it doesn't. If you get in a hot air balloon, no matter how high you go, the horizon is eye level. I don't know. I haven't tested that. But what I will say, as far as the flatters are concerned, they have raised a lot of, like you said, a lot of interesting questions and points that I think should be addressed, but they're not. Instead, these people are being just vilified, attacked, um, just ad hominem attacks, you know, just, uh, you're ugly and your mama dresses you funny. I mean, just stupid crap. They don't address nowhere that I've seen yet. And that's what I want to see. I want to see, you know, people really showing the evidence for or against. And I don't care. You know, well, I mean, I do care. It, it's, it's a big deal, as we're going to get to in a little bit. It is a very big deal because if we've been lied to, for the last 500 years and and the and, and we do not live on a ball and this is in the heliocentric model of the universe is not true then what is and why would they keep that from us now that brings me to the biblical side of this discussion that that's going to be mind blowing um there are a lot of people a lot of good christian people that will that adamantly say the earth is flat and it's biblical that the bible is a flat earth book others will argue against that now i will say I used to be one of those guys, because in Job, which is notably the oldest book in the Bible, they that actually talks about God sits above. Now, I thought it said God. I had to look up the translations again, but I thought it said God sits above the sphere of the earth. The sphere is a round ball, case closed. Others are saying, and I haven't looked this up, but I should have before this podcast. But they've said the actual translation is God sits above the circle. Of the earth. Now, a circle is not a ball. It's not a sphere. It's a flat circle. Yeah. That aside, there's plenty of other scriptures where God says that He made the earth fixed and immovable. No movie. No, it, does, it doesn't go nowhere. It, it stays still according to the scriptures. Now, anybody out there just listening or watching this that doesn't buy into any of the biblical text as either, you know, they're not a Christian or they don't. They don't believe it's a historical document of any of any relevance. Well, they're they're not gonna they're just gonna throw that out anyway. They don't care. They don't care. It was written by you know idiots. You know scientific you know scientifically um, lacking you know ignorant individuals from a couple thousand years ago. What does it matter? Well, I think it is relevant. You know, um, I do consider myself a Christian, but I'm an out of the box thinker and. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a, a pew sitter, church goer, you know, tithe payer. I don't. I, I think religion is a problem. That's a whole separate podcast. But in the Bible, and I think I think we we might have talked about this before. It talks about in the last days that there would be a strong. That it, the scripture actually says, since you know, it's supposed to be God speaking. It says, since my people would not did not receive a love for the or will not receive a love for the truth, I will send them. I mean, I get this quote exactly right, but I'm pretty sure it said, I, so I will send them a strong delusion so that they will believe a lie. Now, what's fat, and I, and I did hear somebody, and I was like so kicking myself because I wanted to be the first person to get this in a podcast <laughs> because, uh, but someone else already, I already heard other people beat me to it. But the very idea that that strong delusion sent in the last days, right, has always been believed by out-of-the-box Christian thinkers that it's alien invasion, that aliens are our God, they came, they created us, and they created Jesus, and blah, 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 it's a whole ancient astronaut, ancient aliens idea. 
but what if it's not? What if the strong delusion? Because it, it actually says that the strong delusion is so strong that if it was possible, it could even fool the very elect, you know, the top dogs. What does that mean? You know, the time, I mean, to me, the very elect could be the smartest, the brightest, the most intelligent. The alien idea, that, that cat's out the bag. No one's, everybody's already, That's that's been talked about forever. But this flat earth thing, this is brand new this time around. And if this was the strong delusion, not that one way or the other, and I thought about this too, that it could be either or. This sudden resurgence that we live on the flat earth could be the strong delusion, but maybe not. Maybe it's the globe. Maybe it's what we've been told for the last 500 years is a lie. And it's the strong delusion that's spoken of in the Bible. And you're like, oh, well, that, how could that be in the last day? That's 500 years. Well, here's the part I've never heard anybody else mention. And i hopefully going to be the first person to talk about this. <laughs> in the Bible, when it's talking about time, God's time versus our time, His dimension versus our dimension, it states that for God, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day. So a thousand years for us is one day to God. Now, let your mind wrap around that one. So, if that's an accurate way of keeping time between our dimensions, we have believed the earth was a ball for roughly half a day in God's time. 500 years, give or take a few. So, you know, we're in the last, you know, because they also look at the the weeks that, that um, a thousand uh, so days, right? So a thousand years for us is one day. We're looking at roughly what? around 6,000 since all this got started. So we're mm. at the end of the week. We're at the end of God's week for the starting of this entire experiment from Adam and Eve to where we are now, roughly. Now, I believe things go back much further than that. I'm not a, I'm definitely not a 6,000-year you know, creationist believer. I think the Bible does not teach that. There are some that would adamantly disagree. I don't agree. I, I think there's evidence in the Bible and other texts that show things have gone on way back before that but from from our time around from adam and on but that is that's mind-blowing to me that that could be that this that this idea that this theory some would say it's not a theory but the belief that we live on a ball and a heliocentric model of the universe could all be a lie and it's the strong illusion because man if that's true that did fool the very the the elect that fooled everybody because, I, mean, I mean, there's very few people that are even questioning this, much less believe the earth is flat. And the ones that do are just getting ripped to shreds, even asking the question. We're going to probably get comments that are just going to be nasty and stupid and, 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 and aren't pertinent. Or you're going to get those real brainy guys that leave like that, you know, four paragraphs <laughs> of why we're stupid just for questioning it. And I think that's what we've lost as a society in our, in our scientific mindset. We've lost the ability to question because it was programmed out of us. And, and the programming, that's a whole other podcast I want to get into as well because that's, that's pertinent to this as well. This is why people are the way they are today because they were programmed to be this way. Now, what is your thoughts on on this on this topic anything you're thinking that you'd want to throw out there you know for or against you know i mean i don't know i haven't really researched it <laughs> well let's see in months, I, I had looked a long time ago whenever you had talked about it 
And right. I was like, man, that's, you know, really interesting. It is. Because you can't prove it one way or the other. You can't fly and just say, hey, let me go look. Right. If we could get in our paracraft <laughs> yeah. and we can take off. <laughs> Parajet. <laughs> Parajet. Uh, I'd prefer the paracraft because that implies a spacecraft and we could actually go. Because I want to go further out and be able to look. But see, but, but if you get back to the astronauts, you know, speak, speaking of space, <clears throat> there's a lot of problems with that as well. There's so many conspiracies around the space station and the astronauts. And, uh, like, just recently they had a um, a spacewalk mm-hmm. where the astronaut, they had to cancel the walk because his helmet started filling up with water. Uh, what? Okay, so they say, well, your the suit has a water system in it, and it's a cooling system or something like that. Okay, that... All right. Okay, I, I'll give you that. If that's the case, something malfunctioned. Why the water would be anywhere near his face, I, I don't know, unless it like wrapped around the head and something broke loose, whatever. But what about all the bubbles they see in space? Now, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you can see those. Now, I mm-hmm. have not heard a good NASA spokesperson. What's the excuse for that? I'm asking the NASA bear here. Uh, oh. oh, Yeah, for the people who are just <laughs> listening, when I said we had an official NASA spokesperson, it's a little stuffed bear. A beanie baby bear in a spacesuit. So there you go. I forgot to mention that. So our our NASA spokesperson is uh, mysteriously quiet when it comes to that. But what what is that? You know why why do we see bubbles you know in space? I don't know. But but you know that's a good question. Um, it happened big time in it's a, the. It's a trapped oxygen air pocket. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. In, in a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Since there's no air in space. Yeah. Instead of an air pocket in water. It's air pocket in space. Ah, it's a bubble. I wonder if that would work. <laughs> Probably hey, not. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> think so. But you know, that sounds like something they might come up with. But the swamp theory, gas. Is swamp gas, exactly, swamp gas, weather balloons, whatnot. But the theory that that goes along to explain that is that it is the whole thing is being filmed in a in a a pool. Now people are thinking a pool. Come on, it's a space station. Well, I personally. And I wish I could find those dang pictures so I could put them up. Um, several years ago. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, okay. <laughs> Se- several years ago, uh, when we were homeschooling our kids, uh, so they're they're grown now, so this has, been, this has been about a minute. We got to go on a field trip to, uh, we live in Houston, Houston area. We got to go to the Johnson Space Center in Houston because my dad uh, worked for the security company. You know, Allied security or something like that. You know, the, they swipe the badges and all that good stuff. So he was able to get us a private, uh, what is it called? Tour. Tour, but we called it, you know, what what is it when the when you took the kids to a, a field trip? We called it a, yeah. yeah, it was a field trip. And it was just, you know, he it was him and it was my wife and our two boys. And we got to go and one of the things we got to look at and photograph extensively was this what was told at the time as the largest swimming pool in the world, if I remember correctly. I know it was at least the biggest one in America. And it had a life-size replica of the space station in it. The thing was <laughs> massive. And they we actually got to see them lower an astronaut in his suit down in it. And they used that for practice, is what they say. Now, if you turn all the lights out and you're down in that pool... It could be. It could look just like space. So it it would not surprise me in the slightest that our boys down there at Never a Straight Answer, NASA, would be using it. Now, 
obviously the mind wants to say that is a that's massive i mean how could they keep that you know how could they keep that covered up well they might not have been using that particular one they might have another one mm. out at area 51 <laughs> i'm just saying no but but seriously how do you explain the bubbles other than they're faking the whole thing and then i've seen footage where um they're actually interviewing astronauts that are supposedly in the space station right and they have hairsprayed their hair so it's it stands straight up that's the silliest goofiest crap ever. i'm sorry that's not that's not the anti-gravity you know or lack of gravity which gravity that's a whole another issue pulling their hair up it it's ridiculous stupid looking it looks like medusa it's not it's not right and but but aside from that they'll be doing interviews and all of a sudden they'll be just kind of thrown to the right or left just like oh, a little jerk all of a sudden why would that happen in space? There, what that doesn't make any sense. But if they're in one of those airplanes in low Earth uh, grab in in where they go up and they drop real fast and they mm-hmm. have those, so you can play around in <clears throat> what they call zero gravity. If they have one that's made up to look like the space station on the inside, they could you know maybe they'd have to keep their interviews. I would imagine short, but. How else do you explain that? And you can go online, you know, you know, look them up yourself. You know, don't don't take our word for it. Go online, look it up, and and, and see what you think. I find it very suspect, to put it mild. But speaking of gravity, here's another thing that, that the flatters say gravity don't exist. They say the planets don't exist. Space ain't like they tell us it is. There, um, there is no, you know, the stars are just like little dots in the sky. I don't know, painted on. They're holograms. I don't know what they are, but that's a. I have a problem with that. Every a- amateur astronomer can look through a telescope and look at planets, but what do they see exactly when they do that? You know, when you, if you ever watch the um, the Universe TV show, right? Uh, I used to watch it with my kids mm. all the time. My, my oldest was big into space and science and all that. Whenever they would talk about a nebula, a star cluster, planets, anything that they've discovered in space, did they ever show us the actual footage? No, they showed us they nothing but CGI nonsense, and I, I and I, I compare that to watching a commercial for McDonald's or Burger King, and you see this exactly <laughs> product placement there. <laughs> you, you see their big juicy burgers and cheese dripping and blah blah blah, and it looks so good and you want to run down and buy one. Except everything you saw in that commercial was fake. That's not real cheese. That ice cream is made of some kind of stuff so it doesn't melt because it's a commercial. They have to have stuff that looks beautiful and and doesn't melt or, you know, fade or whatever. It's got to be perfect. It's not real food. I think they changed that some years ago. Oh, they did? Okay, well, even if they did, I know... It's it, not edible. It's, it's still not edible. No. Right. Well, some would argue that it's never been edible. It's, it's currently not edible. But the, for the, the commercial, it, it, they just do so many tricks and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's not edible from the commercial. From the commercial. Well, yeah. And that's my point. Or portable torches and stuff. What you see in the commercial versus what you get when you actually go down there and order is two different things, and that's how I attribute. Uh, that's the same way I look at. NASA, never a straight answer, when they're showing us what they've discovered. 
We just recently discovered Planet X. Oh, I'm sorry. Planet Nine because Pluto was demoted. Yeah. If Pluto hadn't been demoted, that would have been Planet X. That's a whole nother topic. But uh, why can't they show us what they've really seen? Because most of what they tell you for fact is not fact. I'm sorry, guys. You know, um, uh, Tyson, Neil deGrasse Tyson's, you know, little grandson rapping about facts. They don't give us facts. They have a lot of theories. Some would argue great theories, but it's not backed up by facts. It's back. It's just theories. It's math, and you can make the math say anything you want. If you start from a certain point, you can take it to a different point. But where you started from, if it's a theory and it's not really provable fact, your your equations don't mean jack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's what I think we're dealing with here. I don't think they've, what is it, black holes, antimatter, all this business. Have they proven any of that? I don't think they have. But they'll talk like they have. You know, just like how they told us that Columbus discovered America. And even though we know now he didn't discover nothing, he had a map, <laughs> you know. He knew exactly where he was going. I think, they do they still teach that in schools today? Or did they just kind of skirt past that? Know. See, I, I don't know. I mean, I've been I, out of school for too long. <laughs> yeah, same, same here. But that's what I'm talking about. You know, um, it's not proven fact. It's it's conjecture. It's theory. You know, and you know, because if you, I have seen a few times where they they show you what they actually see, and you just look, see like a blurry dot. I mean, you you, you can't. It doesn't look like anything. They tell us, hey, look, we just discovered a new planet in the Goldilocks zone. If we could get to it, we could live there. Too bad it's 400 million, bajillion, quadrillion, fulfillion, you know, light years away. Really? Come on. I mean, it just, the whole thing sounds ridiculous. It, it really does. Again, I'm not saying I'm a flatter. I'm just saying I don't trust NASA. <laughs> and I never have. And that's probably coming through pretty thick. But I'm sorry. I, they, they haven't given me reasons to trust them. They've been caught, as far as I'm concerned, lying. You know, they. I mean, there's so many problems with that organization. They're not. They are not for the people. They are a military. They are a government organization. I don't care what they tell you. They're not. If they found anything interesting, they're not going to tell us about it. I, I don't believe they would. But you, was you going to say them? <laughs> uh, but you know. Uh, What's another, what's another point? I'm trying to I'm trying to come up with with pros and cons for both sides, so I don't look like I am I'm coming off you know you know I'm 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 not a Republican or a Democrat here. I'm trying to stay a Republicrat, like somewhere in the middle. And a problem I have with the flat Earth model is their their depiction of the sun and the moon system. How they say first of all they say the reason why the sun and the moon look like they're the same size is because they are. The sun is not as far away as people, as, as the scientists tell us they are. They're exactly, they're, they're actually much closer. And they're actually on the top, above us, in a yin, yin and yang pattern. And that's exactly what they claim that symbol originates from. The flat earth model describing the sun and moon system above us. The problem I have with that is, is when you go outside tonight, <laughs> right now, and you look at the moon, it does not look like that. It does not look like... It's right on top of us, a flat circle. It it looks like it has a little bit of a of a curve to it to me. And I've looked at it through a telescope as well. Could that be an illusion? Is it a hologram? I don't know. That's a whole other podcast as well. But I it doesn't look like that to me. So I have a problem with that. 
But uh, gravity, there's one that, that the Globers say, you know, proves whatever. Because you'd, you'd have to have something like that, right? If you're spinning, they tell us we're spinning thousands of miles an hour. And then we're spinning again thousands of miles an hour around, you know, the sun, right? you got to have something to keep us on here, right? If not, everything's thrown off. So they've got gravity and atmosphere. If I understand correctly, atmosphere is almost like something out of freaking Star Trek. It's like the force field. You know, because that's how we can be spinning so fast and not notice. <laughs> you know, not being slung around or whatever. That's the atmosphere. And gravity has something to do with that. But what the problem with gravity, the way they explain it to us, and I've heard the, the flatters talk about this, if, if the moon can affect the gravity on the planet, right, and it can pull the tides back and forth, right, make the water move, and gravity from our spinning or whatever keeps us down, but the gravity can pull the oceans like that, how are we able to move around? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. why, why does it work? I don't understand that. But gravity, the way they describe it, does does not have to exist the way they tell us it does. And again, going back to theory, from what I understand, gravitons is what they call the the, the pieces that actually, the stuff that makes gravity work, I guess. And I don't know enough about it. But from what I understand, they have never actually observed gravitons. It's something they made up. It's a theory. Uh, they haven't observed it yet. You don't have to have gravity. People say, well, you know, when you fall out of a window, you fall and you hit the ground. Of course you do. You're lighter than air. That doesn't mean it's gravity pulling you down. It just means your fat ass is heavier than air. So you fall out of a window, you fall. And I can see that. And I think there's more to it than that. The, the flatters have a much, you know, uh, should I use the word scientific way of describing their idea behind how it works. But, you know, I don't know. I, I really don't know either way. I, and and one thing that the Flatters did was they opened my eyes to a lot of questions, comments, and concerns. Excuse me, you know, to the, what the Globers have been telling us all, what we've been taught in schools and science and whatnot. They 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 asked a lot of good questions that I would like to see answered. It, it reminded me of when I first started hearing about the nine eleven stuff. And all the questions that were raised by the first responders and all these other people, they asked a lot of good questions that also never got answered. And that's what I, th I think is happening here. You know, instead of, you know, addressing these questions that the flat earthers have, they just get attacked. You know, and I think that's just freaking ridiculous. That that just we're not we're not getting anywhere fast, people like that. You know, um, but this is a deep, a deep, deep, you know topic there's a lot going on there i can hear that <laughs> you, can hear my, you can hear my goatee <laughs> but i would say you know if anybody's listening to this you know and please you know if you if you want to stream it live check us out on paranormalguys.com you can listen to the audio if you're like me and you're on the go a lot you want a podcast pop it in listen to it if you're watching this on youtube thank you so much we appreciate it um and we're gonna we're gonna be doing more like this uh, more, uh, you're seeing that we're branching, we're going to be branching away from a lot of the paranormal. Well, I consider this all paranormal myself. I think you think the same way. I mean, we, we see the paranormal as a much larger, uh, the paranormal covers a lot more larger area than most people give it credit. But we're going to, we're going to be hitting more topics like this. But I would suggest you look up, um, 
check out Mark Sargent's stuff. He's on he's on YouTube. Um, he did the Flat Earth Clues. He also has a podcast on Truth Frequency Radio called Strange Universe, I think. And there's also um, Eric Dubay's stuff. But okay, real quick before we before we cut, we're, we're we're fixing to end this. But something else I wanted to bring up real quick, bit of a side note on towards the Flatters. One of the problems that the Flat Earth community has right now is they're attacking each other. I mean, there's so much infighting and backbiting. It's just rigging ridiculous. Everybody's a shill. You're a shill. I'm a shill. She's a shill. This stuffed animal's a shill. I thought shills were on the beach. What's going on? What's a shill? I, sh- that word has been overused to death. Do you even know what a shill is, John? You never, never heard of it. Never heard of it? A shill is supposedly a government-planted agent that is there to just cause problems. They make fake accounts, and they just post stupid comments, and they attack people. They're paid government shill. Really, everybody's a shill. It's freaking ridiculous. I mean that that crap has got to stop, Max. You know you've got you know, but but it's not just those people talking out all that noise. There's fighting amongst the top what you would consider to be the biggest spokespersons for the flat Earth idea, and um, that's hurting them. That's that's taking credibility away from them. Because they can't even agree amongst themselves what's really going on. You know, you've got the enclosed world people. You've got the open space. I don't know what you'd call them. I don't know if they have a name or not. But there's there's so many different versions. And they're very hostile towards each other in a lot of cases. Now, to give them credit, I've never heard Mark Sargent personally say anything negative towards other people. But I know he was out as a shill almost instantly. I mean, because he came out of nowhere. And it was actually his interview... On Canary Cry Radio is where I first really heard about this. He's a his background is video game designer, and he looks at it from that perspective. Is he a government shill planted to cause problems? I don't know. Could he be? Yeah, of course it's possible. I can't say it's not possible, but it, honestly, he doesn't sound like it. You know, I you know, mm-hmm. but but the bottom line is, and I think we'll close with this. Unless you have you got anything else you want to touch on, I think. Basically, y'all should follow the mottos. And and John, I'm I'm telling you, Mr. J Lo needs to come up with one. You know that he he can close out the shows with as well. But I'm gonna leave you with this, and this is where you should be: question everything, and believe very little. Thanks for watching or listening or whatever you did. We appreciate it. Hit that like and subscribe. Thank you so much. You could say what's on our card. What's on our card? Oh yeah, got a card right here. And this, this is, is Paranormal Guys parad- Uncovering the Unknown Through Our Normal Eyes. Exactly what the man said. Thank y'all. That's a good spot winning right there. Nice. That is good. Dang, I can't believe I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when it comes to some of the topics that we're touching on, I like that motto as far as question everything and believe very little, but that that's perfect, dude. Uncovering the unknown through unnormal eyes.